made me first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. The apparently unimportant fact. I, I suspected Elaine the postman I after he testified. I suspected. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. Suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in the story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time, Greed, do you recall these facts? The last will and testament left by Howard St. John was stolen, and Morley the butler was knocked out. When Sir Basil Cathingway, in charge of the St. John estate, was talking to Morley... It was quite dark, Sir Basil. Yes, yes, I know. You told me it was pitch dark and you were struck from behind. But later in their conversation, Morley said... I noticed that the person wore trousers, rather loose-fitting ones. That's why I feel certain that it... Morley's was... description, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue, one that pointed to Morley's confessed guilt. For he could not have seen his assailant had he been struck from behind. And furthermore, the room was, by his own admission, pitch dark. Now we present the frame-up. A few minutes before 2 o'clock in the afternoon of September 19th, Jack Morton, alias Jack Mason, enters the warden's office of a large penitentiary, listens impatiently to the warden's final words. Frankly, Jack, I was against giving you this parole. I don't believe you're ready for one yet. However, your record here for the past two years is excellent, and that's what swayed the parole board. Personally, I think you've just been playing for a parole. Why, you're wrong about that, Warden. I hope so, Jack. I hope that after three times in jail, you've learned that crime doesn't pay. That's all. Okay, Warden. I'll be seeing you. Not in here, I hope. Good luck, Jack. Thanks. Uh, hey, hey, lend me a nickel, will you? Well, uh... I want to phone the missus and tell her I'm coming home. All right, Jack. Here you are. <laughs> Thanks. I'll do the same for you someday, maybe. So long, Jack. Good luck. So long, Warden. Hello? Hello. Let me talk to Chick. Who is this? I'll lay off of that stuff, Nora. You remember me, Jack Morton. Jack Morton? Well... I'll be a... Where are you? On the outside looking in, baby. I just kissed the warden goodbye. And I even bummed a nickel from him. Uh, told him I was going to phone my wife. Uh, is Chick around? You want to talk to Chick, Jack? Yeah, sure. You heard me, Nora. Well, uh, Chick ain't here right now. Now, okey-doke. Look, when he comes in, tell him I'll be at the Pink Pig tonight. So long, kid. So long, Jack. Who is that, Nora? Jack Morton. He was just sprung. What do you want? 
He wants to see you, Chick. He says he'll be at the Pink Pig tonight. And say, what's wrong? Plenty. Jack's going to want the money he left with me. And I'm broke. Oh. I lost every cent to Whitey last night. Oh, kid Jack along. Pay him back after we pull the Kingston job. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Only I don't like giving a guy money I make on a job. Well, maybe you can cut him in on the work, Chick. Yeah, maybe so. Don't worry about it, Nora. We'll squirt when we see him. <laughs> You're really figuring to go straight, Jack, huh? You said it, kid. If I get sent up again, it's for life, and that don't listen so good to me. Got anything in mind, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Give it some thought the last couple of days at the big house. Yeah. I aim to move to where I'm not known and open up a store. The boy's got something there, Chick. Yeah, sure. I figured that the 10000 I left with you, Chick, will give me a start. You see, I'll have to buy with cash until I build up credit. I wanted to talk to you about that ten grand, Jack. Yeah? You see, uh, well, I kind got it with me right this minute. <laughs> I didn't figure you'd carry it around in your pit pocket, Chick. Well, I mean, I, uh, well, uh, I lent it to a guy, see? You lent it? Yeah. Or well, lost it to Whitey. Which? I loaned it, Jack. Honest, I Yeah? Keep your shirt on, Jack. We're not double-crossing you. Chick lent you ten grand along with ten of his own to Charlie Tate. He's a bookie on the other side of town. I yeah. gave him a ring half an hour ago and told him you'd be wanting your money. You'll have it ready tomorrow night. Me and Nora will pick it up. Yeah. Okay. A couple of days won't matter. Yeah, I told you would be reasonable about it, Nora. Uh, say, Jack, how about bunking at my place? There's plenty of room and you might as well save your money. Well, thanks. I'll do that. Take it easy, kid. I know what I'm doing. You see, if he goes back to the pen, then I don't have to give him the ten grand. Say! <laughs> you gotta have brains in this ragged kid. Now, we ain't gonna work as usual tonight. No? No. We're gonna crack this jewelry job the way Jack would, Noah. Instead of leaving the car in the alley, we'll leave it a block away, see? And we break in through a second floor window instead of a first floor window. And even when we're inside, we'll operate Jack's way. It's a pipe. Sergeant Ted Wallace speaking. Oh, I see. You didn't say anything, eh? Okay. Thanks for calling, Doc. Chet, the night watchman at Kingston's jewel shop, just died without recovering consciousness. So it's a murder case now, huh? Yeah. What do you make of it, Chet? Frankly, Ted, it doesn't make sense to me. The burglar broke in through a second-story window, but it would have been a lot easier to open the washroom window on the ground floor. Either the shop hadn't been steadied or... or... the burglar was working a system. Get what I mean? Uh, George, that's right. Oh, wait a minute. It's been two years since we've had a job where entry was made through a second-floor window. Yeah, I just thought of that. And Jack Morton was paroled yesterday. That was the way he worked. Right. 
The job was clumsy, as if the man was out of practice. But it doesn't quite make sense for Morton to... Hello, Sergeant Ted Waller speaking. Huh? What's that? One block away from... Yes. Yes, I'll send a man out there to pick it up at once. Thanks for calling, Mr. Kingston. Somebody just entered Kingston's shop and gave him a thirty-two pistol check. It was found a block away from the shop. If the bullets in the watchman were fired from that... Let's get busy. Hello? Murphy's Pawn Shop. Police Department calling. Check this serial number against your gun sale records. AK-6933241. AK-693-3241. That's it. You have the record? Give me the name and address over the phone. One of our men will pick up the record in a few minutes. Sold to Jack Mason. Address 198 North Durante Street. Check. There's the dope, Chet. Jack Mason, eh? Yeah. The phony name Jack Morton used. Yeah. Say, I, I heard that he's rooming with Chick Ralston. You pick up the gun sale record and meet me at Chick's. Right. We may not get a murder conviction against Jack, but his fourth conviction means life and no parole. Get a move on, son, and get to Chick's as fast as you can. Hey, Chick, I thought you and Nora was going to get my ten grand from Charlie Tate last night. Yeah, I, uh, I thought so too, Jack. But Charlie claimed it had a run of bad luck and was almost broke. Yeah? He figures you'll pick up enough on today's races to pay us off. Well, don't worry, Jack. Charlie's okay. He ain't going to run out on you. You expecting anyone? Jack, Sergeant Ted Wallace. Hello. What do you want, Wallace? Just dropped around to say hello. Everything going all right? Yeah, so just drop yourself out again, Sarge. Okay, but I was wondering if you folks recognize this gun. Not me. You know I don't carry a gun, Sarge. They ain't safe. Why, I remember one time my old man shot himself with a gun just like that when he was up... Save it, wise guy. Take a good look at this gap, Jack. Huh? The night watchman at Kingston's was killed with two slugs from this gun. So what? Where were you last night? Here. I went to sleep about 10 o'clock and didn't wake up till after 9 this morning. No kidding. Yeah, well, sure. Ask Chick. I didn't go out, did I, Chick? Not as far as I know. I was sound asleep all night myself. Yeah, just a couple of sleepy people, eh? Well, that might be a good story, Jack, but you've got a criminal record. Yeah, sure I have. And just because of that, you're going to frame me? I never saw that gun. I didn't go out of this place last night. But you dumb cops need a goat and I'm it. That's right. Only we're not framing you. You bought this gun, Jack. And... Here's the gun sale record, Ted. The signature matches with Jack Morton's handwriting. Look at it. I stopped at headquarters and picked up a sample of his signature. Oh, they sure do match. Thirty-two caliber automatic pistol sold to Jack Mason. You're a criminal non plume, Morton. Well, yes, but I had... You bought this gun 18 months ago, and last night you broke into Kingston's jewel shop and killed a night watchman. You're under arrest for murder. Come along. Uh, now, look here, Wallace. I wasn't out of here. Not even for five minutes last night. It was... Come here. along before we drag you out. Get moving. Okay. Chick, get me a lawyer. Yeah, and get him a good one, Chick. He'll need it. I won't let you down, Chick. Come on, take the lead out of your feet, Jack. And I'm warning you, try to make a break and I'll drop you. Ah, oh, shut up. You guys are all wet and I'll prove it to you. Holy smoke, Chet. He's right. Stay here and keep your trap shut. Sir, sir what's your idea? Game it up, Chick. Drop your gun before I... Oh, Grab for the ceiling, sister, quick. Okay, Sarge, okay, but it was all Chick's fault. Honest, he wanted to frame Jack. I couldn't Save stop him. Save that for the judge, Nora. Hey, Jack, come here. Yeah? Sorry I got tough with you, but things look bad. Yeah, my pal. That's about it. They tried to frame you. 
And if you want to steer clear of the law, remember that honor among crooks is just a phrase. It don't mean a thing. After learning how Chick and Nora had tried to frame him, Jack Morton asked Sergeant Ted Wallace... I still don't see how you figured I was innocent, Sarge. I might have proven my signature was forged, but I... Come to think of it, Jack, we didn't have any sort of a case against you. Sure, the gun was traced to you, but... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue which caused Sergeant Ted Wallace to first suspect that Jack Morton, alias Jack Mason, was innocent? Write into the station and tell us the hidden clue you found. Check your powers of observation and deduction with the correct hidden clue in this story to be broadcast at a time named by your local announcer. <laughs> 